Today's conversation is with Linus Rogue, and this is the Talented Human Podcast. Gary V tweeted on Twitter saying, hey, I really need help on YouTube, please email me. They ended up offering me a job to work as a YouTube analyst on Team Gary. are in control of you. What you learn is not to you. Focusing on reflection for the past couple of years, it's really incredible because you're able to see benchmarks in your own team. know what you want. For me, I was going down the time because I was just afraid of things relative to the past right now is because I was watching. Don't need you in the right situation anymore. I totally believe that. Are you interested in it? Are you passionate about it? Are you excited about it? Have you explored yourself enough to know? Is entrepreneurship something you're cut out for? Today, we are talking, as you heard in the pre-intro to the show, we are talking to a 15-year-old from Germany. His name is Linus Roga. I think I got that right. Maybe not. But he is... He is someone that I really kind of wanted to have on the show, not specifically him, but uh, we, uh, when we were planning season two, uh, you know, we focus a lot on high level um, uh, people in the mental health space and, you know, high level, you know, successful people, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people that are building great companies and using their talents um, to do great things around the world. But I also wanted to have an episode where I would talk to someone young. We have focused a lot of the conversations on education and I was looking for someone like Linus to come into the show. Linus is still in high school. Uh, Linus is um, developing his talent as a web developer and web designer. Uh, and um, yeah, I think uh, I think he has some, some good uh, things to share for the younger generations when it comes to, you know, staying focused and kind of like having a vision of what you want in life at a young age. Uh, I think a lot of young people today have to have that because the way things are changing and the way the world economy is also changing, um, things are not done differently. You guys have heard me preach this in the past and you guys have heard me uh, talk to other people uh, um, like Rona Van and Sander on, on season one about education and to Don Wetrick about education, these two people you know, have really great um, um, ideas and vision of what education should be in the future. So I think it's only um, relevant that we speak to someone that can benefit from those changes. And there, you know, someone that can kind of see and tell us a little bit about how the students feel about the way that education is going today around the world. Welcome to the show, Linus. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I uh, I know that I know you you follow me uh, about a month ago because uh, our friend Noah, who was also on the show, kind of posted something about me, and you kind of like decided to follow yeah. and whatever. And yeah. uh, that was um, that was pretty cool, um, and I appreciate that. I I always look to to make a good impact on people, uh, regardless of who they are and what they do. Um, mm-hmm. You can call me a people's person in a way that's as cheesy as it may sound, but yeah, that's who I am. Um, but um, at the same time, you know, I kind of like started following your content and what you were doing, and I seen like this kind of like interesting hustle to what you do and uh, your level of organization, as you know, as, as most Germans, you know, very organized and very, uh, <laughs> very, uh, you know, set in your. You know your task and your in your ways, and uh, yeah. and then you posted something about education, and 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 something. I don't think it was so much the post, 
but what you said about the post that kind of got yeah. me interested in wanting to talk to you because you said for everyone that knows me or doesn't know me or something like that uh if you see this you understand why i hate doing this every morning or going to this place yeah. every morning and uh yeah I, I want to start my 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 question to you on why do you hate it um because i think mainly it's just a big waste of time for me or for many students because they could spend the time on other things that maybe could help them improve their future better and earlier um instead of going to school every morning at like 7:50 to start in a maths class where you learn something that you instantly forget after leaving classrooms so yeah that's just it kind of don't makes that much sense to me to go there every morning and learn things that i just don't need later on mostly okay do you um do you see it as a sort of like well it's something i have to do so i just do it and get it over with do you also see you know certain value on some of the things that you learn that can you know that you can have you know real life applications yeah um, sure so the basic stuff that everyone has to learn to get along with nearly anything um like maths basics and just um grammar in uh german english whatever um but yeah most of the uh, things i learned there are not that important for me i think yeah it's funny because i i remember like you know uh 20 something years ago being in mm -hmm. high school and, and i'm already thinking that those things were so irrelevant like for example and even in at university like um having to take like a history class or an art history class because it was a requirement you know for my yeah. for my degree i was like um i want to be a doctor and i'm studying physics and chemistry and biology why the hell do i have to take a um an art an art class or a history class like this is irrelevant yeah. to what i'm doing and um but one thing I did see was like there were some certain things that it all interconnected, um, and uh, and uh, and the more I think about it, the more I think that there's still value in some of the things that we find um, or that we underestimate from our education. Mm -hmm. And uh, I recently saw a video about how NASA uses origami art mm -hmm. to 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 design uh, space equipment. Okay. Because in, in space, and when you take things to space, you have to put them in a rocket, right? But yeah. the things that go into space have to be so big, like the size of a football field. So how do you yeah. fit that equipment, the size of a football field into a rocket? So what they do is they use origami to and like very thin materials to fold these things that are designed so that they fit in the rocket mm -hmm. and then they send it to space. And then when it gets to space, it deploys and it opens up just like you would do with some origami thing. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a way of art being part of okay. like 
you know what an engineer in, an engineer has to yeah. learn in their engineering this uh, career. But I think like I think we can still achieve those things by having a more collab collaborative space. So and that brings me to the other question I want to ask you. Do you see relevant learning with people your own age, or do you think you could learn, like, if, for example, like if education was designed to be um, a, con a collective of people from different backgrounds, different ages, different um, cultures? Um, because I, I saw this um, this video with um, with Elon Musk, and he has a school. Uh, and where his kids mm -hmm. go to, like he designed this, he built a school where he created a school for his children. And uh, basically the kids that go to the school as well are kids that are not necessarily the same age as his kids, um, not from the same backgrounds, not from the same um, cultures, um, but this allows mm -hmm. to have a more open and more interactive way of learning. Um, and I think that there is value in that because I mean, I'm 37 years old, you're 15 years old, mm -hmm. and I know that I can learn as much from you and the same can be done, you know, the opposite. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think like that is like kind of like a vision that I think it would be good to take on education. Yeah. What do you think about that? That actually sounds pretty interesting and I would like to try it um, because, you know, not everyone is, uh, developed like another person and so maybe you could um, get more value um, out of learning with people that are like in the mind developed more um, than others that could also learn together in another group that maybe sounds a little bit weird now but um, I don't know maybe um, it could be great to do that and to yeah learn as you said from people that maybe are older but you can learn from everyone and anything um so yeah i, mean, I think you, that would you be started learning intense. web design and, and web development four years ago which would have made you 11 yeah. or 12 years old which is yeah, mind-boggling right yeah. so yeah. <clears throat> there the level of you know, technological advances that have happened in those four years are pretty drastic. Um, yeah. Because like technology, especially in that space, changes, you know, more frequently. How do you see yourself kind of like talking to a 12-year-old, 11-year-old today that's learning what you know and has access to, you know, more advanced information that you did when you started learning it? Do you see a value in maybe potentially seeing like how they learn it based on the technology and the advancements of today compared to like what you had four years ago? Maybe the development is faster and that allows you to see things from a different perspective by listening to them. Or do you think you can be more of a mentor to try to like um, aid that person into faster development? Um, so I think the one thing I uh, tell them is just in the first point to start because that's yeah. the only way to get started. And that's most of the time people just are sitting there and thinking about, should I do this? Should I uh, do that? 
and what if I fail? But if you don't start and if you uh, don't take any step, you can also not take like the fifth step where, uh, where you are much better at it already. So it has changed a lot, but I still would recommend them the way like I learned it. So just um, starting with basic knowledge and the basic things and then if you know you have google that's just a great opportunity for anything so you can just search for that what you need and you'll get a result like twenty thousand in a second and you have all the information you need to do that so i think just start with the basics and then look for what you need and uh, yeah, grow your skill set. Yeah, Gary B will be uh, so happy to hear someone like you say what you <laughs> said because uh, he recently posted a video of um, of him uh, at this show with um, with this uh, really famous comedian guy in the U.S., um, mm -hmm. which I'm drawing a blank on his name, Steve Harvey. Um, mm -hmm. He has a talk show, and and uh, I think it was like the first time he was like interacting with Gary at a high level. And he asked Gary uh, for a book, like a, a book recommendation that everyone should read. Yeah. And and Gary responded, "Tell you what, I'll spell it out for you." T O O G L E. <laughs> Google. Yeah. That's... Um, and then that, yeah, that's uh, it's fascinating because like. I mean, I I also self taught myself a lot of things. Like I I. I taught myself how to do, um, you know, how to use Photoshop and Adobe Premiere and like basically every yeah. kind of like uh, design suite out there. Um, but it, you know, mm -hmm. unless uh, you know, unlike you, that I, you know, you had the uh, the YouTube videos and and the Google aid to kind of help you. Yeah. I had the books that came with the suites that you bought from Adobe in CD form, mm -hmm. and so I have videos that came on the CD. And then I also had the book that came with it, and it was through a book and in a in a, in a DVD or a CD form that that I had to like teach myself how to do this, uh, which was great because I didn't require internet all the time. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was um, um, I see like that level of um, of a self learning um, being bigger today than it was. Um, um, maybe 10, 15 years ago. And, and that also, you know, brings me back to the topic of education because how do you think that you could learn what your teacher teaches you? If someone gave you, told you, okay, so you're going to learn fractions today or, you know, mm -hmm. trigonometry uh, and you have to learn it. If you went online, do you think you can learn it by yourself without the aid of your teacher? Just like you did yeah, for coding. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think absolutely there are tons of information on that. And then you could also learn it in your own speed. And if you're not getting along with the class and everyone's like, yeah, I got that. And you're sitting there like, what are you talking about? then you could just take your time to maybe repeat that and repeat it and read it again and until you uh, get it. And 
not have to see that you get along with anyone else in your class. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I struggle in school because of, um, you know, ADHD and all that stuff. And uh, um, I was a kid that, you know, so the fly fly through the window and I just like focus on the fly that flew through the window and mm-hmm. follow the fly <laughs> everywhere. And then the teacher is talking about all this other stuff and I'm like not there. And then I get home and I couldn't do my homework because I couldn't do this. And I didn't really have the yep. necessary aid to, to do this stuff. And, um, but I feel like once I went to university and I have more access to technology and all that stuff, I kind of learned more and I you know, ended up loving math and physics at a very mm-hmm. high level. Like it was the two subjects I struggled the most with in high school and then the two that I went to school for in university. So um, it's, right. um, yeah. Do you see yourself going to university? That's a tough question. I, on the one hand, yes, um, because that's still uh, something that you need um, today when you're searching for a job. But on the other hand, I try to get independent as fast as I can after leaving school. And so maybe if I'm at a level where I could easily go for it, then I don't see any any uh, reasons to go to university after leaving school when I'm at the point where I could easily just start a freelance career or whatever. Well, you just, you know, so, applied yeah, for it and, and, and got it, right? You, you can now officially have your freelancing business in yeah. Germany. And uh, congratulations yeah. on that. Um, Thank you. Uh, it'll be kind of exciting to see, you know, what kind of level of growth you see in the next three, four years before you leave school. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think, I, I mean, I, I think entrepreneurship is, um, it starts with freelancing. I, mm-hmm. That's how it started for me. I, I come from corporate. I come from doing, you know, financial services and studying sciences and refusing mm-hmm. to go to med school because it was too expensive. And um, yeah, med school in the U.S. is about a million dollars for the entire career. Wow. So yeah, just uh, it's yes, depressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where um, I think for me it was the the jump that I made from you know wanting to like take my photography uh, skills to another level mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. got you know got me to say okay I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna leave the nine to five and I'm gonna go into doing what I love and be happy and yeah and just uh, like I've always put a big big um, um, level of emphasis on happiness in my life. Like if I'm not happy with what yeah. I'm doing and you know, it doesn't matter how much money I have, it's, it's irrelevant to think. To me, happiness yeah. is the biggest currency and the most important currency in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of took that leap of faith and I just went into it and ended up working with some great, really great agencies and kind of like understanding more of the world of branding and, and marketing. And that's why, you know, got me to where I am today. Um, you know, building a branding mm-hmm. agency, uh, slowly, but surely. So, uh, 
it's one of those things that it's uh, um, it's uh, it's been a work in progress. It's been a lot of like self growth and development at a later age in life because, which is much more difficult, I think. Um, not to excuse mm-hmm. anything, but as you get older, you get kind of set in your ways. Yeah. Like you think you know because you've learned so much, and that makes you cynical in the sense of like being open to new knowledge. So it's like uh, it was a conflict of interest for me because I, uh, on one hand, I love learning. And I'm yeah. always preaching like the importance of consistent learning. And then on the other hand, I'm like, oh no, but I know so much already that you know I shouldn't listen to everybody else. I should you know stick to my guts and like do things. Um, yeah. What kind of emphasis do you put yourself into when when you think about learning and and like um, what other things other than what you do right now for your freelancing? Um, ideas and career that you have planned. What other areas do you do you enjoy learning? Um, so the main thing I love to learn is how to structure all the things I do, um, because that's also one thing that you don't learn at school, for example. Um, so I love to keep track of the times that I work, um, how much I get done in this time and yeah also um getting used to talk to other people and making new connections like just now um because i'm a little bit i don't want to call it shy but a quiet person that mostly sits in the back of class and just uh listens to the teacher um so yeah that's also something that i want to focus on and else just uh figure out how to learn the best way um the stuff that i want to learn yeah i think that's it i saw in one of your um instagram posts that you kind of have a piano mm-hmm. you play uh, piano yeah i had lessons actually for like seven or eight years okay um but i quit last year because also of like the same reason kind of like i would love to quit school now because i think okay i've learned the basics or at least that much that i can figure out the rest my own so i quit it and yeah, I'm on like um, the point where I could teach myself how to play that song or how to like, yeah, play along with another song that I would like to just also search the internet for notes and download them and start to play. Uh, yeah. How often do you play? Um mostly like four to five times a week i think just also to get relaxed and maybe if i had a stressful day um or much work to get done and after that i'll just sit down for half an hour and play my favorite things to calm down okay yeah i do the same with photography whenever i'm like you know the writer's block or you know just like overwhelmed with what i'm doing and 
I just yeah. like grab my camera and and just go out there and take photos and which I haven't been doing much of. Like I actually need a day soon where I can just like literally just spend the entire day um you know getting uh, you know some content that I can then store in my hard drive and not look at it for <laughs> this is basically I, I've been traveling a lot and I have like thousands of photos that are just sitting there that I haven't even shared or and um, yeah, some like it. Some things take off my time right now that, um, and I need to be get better organized. And uh, thankfully, I have Ellie, you know, handling the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's uh, yeah, um, she's uh, she's one of the she's one of the better parts of what I do and the uh, and the business that I'm building. Um, and uh, also the podcast. Like, um, yeah, she was uh, she was fascinated by the politeness of your email. When you respond to the first email, she's like, "Oh my god, he's so polite!" And the she has this <laughs> obsession, like she has like, um, so she's uh, at least nineteen years old. She's um, she has two little brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, then she has right. a friend that's like her little brother as well, and and I think he's around your age or maybe a year older than you. And she's like. I'm gonna adopt Linus as my other little brother, and I'm like, uh, he's a guest on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and all of this based off an email address. Like, I mean, I have an email. Uh, I was, uh, you know, like, you're obsessing a little too much. She's gonna hate that I put this on the podcast, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, but it's one of the things that you know why I kind of lost, like, like the you know building community and and. Um, and 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 she's a big part of like the community that I've built um, in the last two years mm-hmm. uh, because I always surround myself with people that that kind of correlate with you know the way I am uh, when it comes to people yeah. and like my my willingness to always help and and give everything of who I am to the people that I think yeah. have value um, and you know and that, and that I can make, I mean I give value unconditionally unconditionally but. I still have like, you know, certain people where I kind of say, okay, well, this is people that are going to be part of my network for a very long time. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, so she's, um, she's, she's been like one of those people. And then when, when we started working together, it kind of like just made perfect sense for her to, to be a big part of the, um, of everything that, that I'm doing for my company. Mm-hmm. And um I also noticed that you have this like little network, little community of people on on your Instagram that, yeah, uh, you know, it's a it's a, ball, a bunch of people you know with the their first name and codes <laughs> on their yeah. handles. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, why? Uh, how did that come about? Like, what made you kind of like connect with the people, with people, and like? What kind of level of importance do you give to like having those networks in this community? Um, so I actually started that Instagram page just because I had fun creating those things like all the years and still. But um, I just wanted to put out the things, um, not even thinking about sharing value or just showing yeah. other people what I did. And so then it became more and more people and I started to think about um, how I could improve my feet and how it could look better and cooler. And then later on, even how to bring more value uh, with my posts. And so, yeah, then 
just people started following me and other people are putting me in the stories like, hey, check out Linus Codes. And yeah, so uh, that's how my audience grows and is growing still. Yeah. Do you, how often do you communicate with like your like that niche of people that a small group of people that you have that I always see you put you know button on your stories you guys share each other's uh, stories back and forth and um, yeah like um, aside from like the uh, online connection on, on Instagram you know how else do you guys have changed value um and why do you do that like um so. I'm writing with people every day, like ever since I'm around. Even with a hundred followers, I uh, already started writing like every day with people and talking about topics uh, in that niche. Um, and in that time, I also got to know um, many other people that are coming from Germany and from Hamburg. And so we met, sat in a cafe over a hot chocolate or something and talked about that, maybe did some programming together and yeah, just starting to talk about topics that interested both of us. And yeah, that's quite fun to me. And I really like uh, how all that developed in the past. Cool. Past months. What's, um, what's your goal for this year? Um, so for just Instagram or in general? In general, for like, uh, you know, for like now that you have the, uh, the ability to, um, to have your freelance, you know, business or, uh, you know, be able to like take on bigger contracts and, um, mm -hmm. um so actually something that, um, popped out in my mind just like a week ago, um, I was actually scrolling the apple website um and just stumbled upon a video from the last um dub -dub dc i don't know if you know what that is yeah, That's yeah. like a big conference yeah, yeah, yeah. of apple developers coming together once a year and the tickets for this are like 1.6k dollars or something so a little bit too much but there is a scholarship where you can like send them a playground you um, made in their programming language to get all that stuff for free and travel there for like a week, get um, like a bed where you can sleep and also the flights. And I would really, really love to go there. But the problem is that I don't really know how to write code in this language. so. Um, I have to figure out that in the next like one and a half months. Uh, so yeah, that's one of the goals to get there this year. And if that's not the case, then of course next year. Um, but at least get to the point where you know that language this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hold you accountable I to that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i think something else would be to just improve my skills on what i'm doing already like design and 
development and get some nice nice projects to do with other people that maybe have some other people that I could also do something for to just help them build a nice um, branding website or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so you, you put a lot of value into collaboration then. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. very important. I think uh, actually one of the, uh, the core values for for um, for my company is selflessness. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we um, you know we love celebrating the big the, the individual victories, right? The individual successes of everyone within uh, you know who we are. But at the same time, yeah. no one is bigger than the team, and uh, that's something that I've always. Um, um, kind of preach I, I'm a big American football fan mm -hmm. I think it's the most uh, relevant sports uh, out there when it comes to building strategy and mm -hmm. and like living life like uh, if, if if you're playing American football and you're not able to adjust to game in you know in game situation which is called situational football yeah. Uh, and if you're not able to uh, make adjustments to what the other team is doing um, yeah. throughout the game, then chances are that your game plan is going to be stagnant and they're going to figure it out and you're going to lose. And uh, yeah. I, uh, I think that's like one of the reasons why I became so like enamored with, with, with the game of football just because like it, it, it has such a real life application, like the, 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 yeah. The, the philosophy, like you, you, you can see basketball and soccer or, or regular football and, um, um, you know, any other sports, um, uh, baseball, they have a strategy. There's always a plan, but um, mm -hmm. because of how fluid those sports are, it's, it's more, you know, game ready kind of like planning yeah. rather than, you know, in American football, you have to get ready for the game and be able to make adjustments through the game and you know a playbook for football is you know massive and yeah um, it's um it's funny because I, I watched super bowl last night and uh it's uh like i kept like i could coach a football team i'm pretty mm -hmm. positive of that like um i may not know the uh like, like all they had to design plays because I've never actually done that. But at the same time, I understand that there are certain philosophies of how you run team and how you run an offense and a defense yeah. that you have to stick to. Yeah. And and when to make mm -hmm. adjustments. Like that's like one part that I've always taken from football. It's like when to make adjustments. And uh, I I thought for a while during the game that San Francisco was going to win. And. Mm -hmm. uh, and then maybe like um, halfway through the third quarter, I realized that there was no way in hell that San Francisco would win that game, even though they still had a chance. And even though that the other team weren't doing exactly what they needed to be done, I knew already that they were not going to win. And the reason being is because the coach made the wrong adjustment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. at the wrong time and 
and I knew, I was like, okay, well, this is just bad. Like, there was no need to adjust. It was yeah. working, and it was working really well. And then all of a sudden, they, 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 they went away from what they were doing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is just really bad. And, like, it's just the small decisions that, that you see someone make, and then, like, huh, they fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a couple of more questions to ask you. Um, uh, aside from your goals and like learning, um, you, you know, the skill sets that, that you're looking to learn, um, how do you see yourself in, in the next five years? I always don't want to get asked that question, but I try to answer it. Uh, well, um, so I think it's um, just like now for, so um, I don't think that I have to change much, much except not having to go to school. So just uh, waking up and start to work um, on the project that I'm passionate about and what I love to do and what makes me happy. So I can't think of a better way to live than doing what you love and just working on that. Maybe it takes some work to get to the point where you can work for that and work every day um, in that area you want to work at. But yeah, I'll do my best to get there and to just work on things I love. If tomorrow morning your 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 parents walked into your room and told you you don't have to go to school anymore, would you take it? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that would be just amazing. I think, um, yeah, that would be so much more time to spend working. Um, on projects that mean much more to me than learning for analyzing a poem for a German class test. So yeah, I would really, really love to do that and appreciate if that was the case. All right, um, with that said, um, what, what subject from, from school would you continue to learn and develop yourself? Um, so I think English, of course, because I like the language and it will help a lot to connect with many people because that's, I think, the most spoken language in the world and, and Mandarin. everyone. Hmm? Mandarin. Yeah. Mandarin is the most, uh, the most spoken language in the world. All right, yeah. <laughs> but it's still yeah. a language that <laughs> it's spoken a lot. So <laughs> no, I tell people, um, I always tell people, you have to learn English because it's the business language of the world. That's what. Yeah, it's. yeah, yeah. Um, so English and I think art, something in the way I'm doing it now, like photography and design and. Also, I did hand lettering some time ago, 
just have to do that a bit more often. But um, like like writing. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I have I have doctor and writing. So you can't read my handwriting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't, no. I don't have really nice handwriting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that would yeah. be kind of cool to like I learn to how to do like very nice letters and yeah. Yeah. So, but I also even if my letterings look good in a way. I have also just a really bad handwriting when I write normal text and yeah, just nice. you don't have to be good at handwriting if you want to do lettering because that's like completely different things. If you could live anywhere outside of Germany, where would you want to live? Um, maybe somewhere around Scandinavia because I just like the people there. They're just very kind and open to everyone. And I also like the style um, and these minimalism things. Um, so yeah, that would be pretty nice. Or actually also in the direction of New Zealand or something. New Zealand, beautiful, beautiful yeah. place. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I travel a lot and I, I love to um, mm -hmm. like go to different places. Um, and uh, my favorite place in the world is, you know, my home, New York. And uh, mm -hmm. my second home, which I call it now, my second home, which is uh, Cape Town. Mm -hmm. South Africa, Cape Town is like probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. It's, it's you know, it's a city, but it also like takes your breath away every freaking day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fascinating. Um, all right, Sir Linus, what advice do you have to people? like you who might um I, I feel like you have a lot of support from your family <clears throat> with what you're doing but yeah. you know sadly not every kid your age has that kind of support mm -hmm. um what kind of advice do you have to those that don't have that kind of support and how to kind of like try to turn the table and you know show that they you know what they're doing and what they can do with the talent has value yeah, so if you have a passion or something that you like, just go for it, practice every day, do it every day and just do it with the stuff and the gear and what you have, just focus on that, learn with that, grow with that and maybe you can develop something that you um, somehow show to your family and to also tell them I can do it and maybe they will also believe in it at some point. Um, have you ever been told that you can do something? I think yes, of course. I think everyone has or was at the point where some, someone said just like you can't do this or this won't work. 
How do you handle yeah. that? Yeah, I just then try to do it just way better than I would maybe do it just to do it for me, um, to prove them wrong and to say, fuck you, I can do it. Um, so <laughs> just work a little harder and get at the point where I can do it to show yeah. them. Like, that was me when I was younger too. Like, it's like, hold my beer. Well, actually, that wasn't drinking beer. Really? Uh, but uh, yeah, I was like, uh, hold, hold, hold my water. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, I have this like fascination with like proving people wrong. Uh, my brother hated it. <laughs> he was usually on the receiving end of it. <laughs> my brother would say something and say, like, hey, um, you know, you know, did you know that this, this and that? And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And say, no, yeah. I say, where did you see it? What are the facts? Yeah. Finding the information online and then like, like you're wrong. Um, but I also <laughs> had like the same drive whenever told, someone told me that, you know, um, I couldn't do or get something done or like something was impossible. I'm like, hmm. my dad's been telling me that nothing is impossible since I was five. So I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, um, the last thing I wanted to ask you um, is tell me, tell me kind of like a brief story, right? Of, of something that, that you, you know, at one point struggled with, right? And, uh, you know, it could have been like, you know, when, when you were learning piano, when you were going to school, mm -hmm. um, there are any other sports that you play, any, any moment where you kind of like struggle with something and you kind of felt like you wanted to just, you know, not try it anymore, but then at the yeah. same time you did it and you still you know, came, came out with it. Yeah. So the thing I did um, when that happened is just, I took a break from that. So even, or no matter how you passionate you are about something, taking breaks is really important because no one can do something ever so you need to take breaks and focus on other things that maybe make you happy so it's good to have also some things you like that are completely different from each other so like i do i have this web development and design stuff and also photography or playing volleyball or playing the piano so I always have to or I always have something that I could switch to and do that for two weeks and not doing like web development or design to yeah keep my mind clear and to just don't have to force myself to do it um, when I don't want to do but that's also a thing that I don't like about school. So if you are, um, you have to learn for that specific class test and you're just like, I don't, I can't do this because I have too, way too much um, to do or just had too much of this topic. Um, you just burn out and can't handle it. And then you get a bad grade on that test just because 
you didn't have time to maybe focus on something else before going back to that and then focusing on this topic again to yeah then make some better decisions you're a very wise man sir you're very wise <laughs> very you. wise um uh i loved uh having this conversation with you um if i am ever in hamburg in the next few months or, or weeks and i'll i'll hit you up and i'll buy you a couple of hot chocolate or something and uh um <laughs> You know, we'll chat some more. But um, or if you're ever in Berlin and and just want to hang out with other like-minded people, you know, I have a very good network here as well. Um, yeah, nice. Tracy, a lot of young people in uh, in my network uh, here in Berlin. Most of them are in their twenties and they're just hustling and doing amazing things. And um, yeah, the um, yeah. So if you're ever around this area, um, let us know. Uh, we'll connect you with more For people. Sure put you in contact with somebody, uh, you know, you never know, maybe you pick up a client or two. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, it was really good having you on the show. Thanks for having me. It was awesome.